It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, everyone. It's NFL in London. Wade and Ryan, NFL in London. It's wild card. Playoffs. Wild card. We're all getting wild in this hizzle. Um, you know, take us into the postseason. What, an, what a dramatic end. We've talked about how the how it ended. And now we're talking about this week, what's going to happen. Obviously, if you're coming down tonight, Sports Bar, uh, Old Street and Clapham. 9.15 is the game. 9.30 is sort of the game. They're not showing the 1 o'clock game, so come down, check out the game. Tomorrow, 6 o'clock and 9.30 are the games. Uh, the big one tonight. But Ryan and I... The only place they'll be showing the 1 o'clock game is uh, 10 Downing Street. Yeah, right? that's right. They'll be partying oh. in the patio. Nailed it. I don't Political know. Political humor meets football. Just, just nailing it. The original <laughs> Swiss chalet is also uh, Prince yeah. Andrew's. Hey. There we go. <laughs> uh, it's a Canadian joke. I hate Swiss chalet. But uh, we're going to get into our predictions. We're also going to look back at uh, what we thought how this season was going to go. Because uh, Ryan and I made our picks at the start of season in one of the episodes. I, think I know like, I got one right. The Bills to win the division. That's you did. The only one I think I probably even got right. Well, we'll go yeah. through them. We're going to go through our picks first. We're going to talk about, obviously, the big games. We've got a DraftKings contest as well. Join that, the Saturday contest and our Sunday contest. But we're going to go through the games. The first game, Saturday. Now, if you're in the UK, obviously, um, it's uh, difficult because you've got two games. One at 1 o'clock, which is the Buffalo game, which Ryan is going to be very nervous about. And the one, of course, we're Somewhat gonna... nervous. A little bit nervous. A little, I'm always a little bit nervous. Like, how could you not be? Yeah. Well, it's only a, if you're an asshole, right? Like the only people that walk around like with the confidence. Pats fans, assholes. Yeah, assholes. Yeah. Um, you know, just that, like I am always like I am not a delusional fan. I, there's yeah. always the worry. I'm not just like we're gonna smoke everyone. I'm worried, but I'm confident. Well, let's get into our first game then. First battle of the AFC, uh, and a lot of people making fun of Cincinnati. I was actually watching a re- I was watching a replay of the Super Bowl. Joe Montana versus the Bengals. Uh, that great. was the first Super Bowl I ever saw. First football game I ever saw. Really? Yeah. Great game. Um, they also showed there was another one because Tom Brady, there was a, the thing it was Joe Montana documentary it's on. And Tom Brady, there's a photo of him, I don't know, watching Joe Montana when they had the game-winning drive and Brady was a kid and he was crying because he couldn't see. And there's a picture of Tom Brady like crying as a little boy. Hasn't changed. Much, hasn't, hasn't changed. <laughs> uh, but Bengals, look, the Bengals uh, have been ripping it up in the past few games. They've been increasing Joe Burrow. He's been putting fire, fire, fire. They're five and a half points. Both teams are 10 and seven. And you got to look at the Raiders. The Raiders have had... A year that is their own personal dumpster fire from their coach to all the players pretty much not knowing that you can't drink and drive um, to just abuse and just horribleness. But the Raiders and Derek Carr uh, and, and his faith have kept them going. Uh, is it enough? Both teams 10 and 7. Uh, five and a half point favorites for the Bengals. Uh, it is just like Buffalo. It is going to be cold. It's going to be about minus 12 to minus 14 degrees Celsius tonight. Um, so that is cold in Cincinnati. Uh, you're not, you know. How do you see this? Because well, there's a few, there's a few things you have, I think you have to take into consideration from this game. Um, there's lots of things like you have the emotional win of the Raiders making the playoffs after everything happened. It was also the last game on Sunday night. They're playing the first game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They've had the least amount of time between two. A lot of times in football, when you see teams get that emotional win, they have a massive letdown in the playoffs. For example, the Bills a couple of years ago when. Andy Dalton did that play, which put him into the playoffs. The next week, they scored three points in Jacksonville. So that's one thing you have to take into consideration. Um, Number two, as good as Cincinnati and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have been, they're not the best team. Like They are a team that lost to the Jets. They're Mm -hmm. a team that has not been consistent. That Yeah, Joe Burrow's gotten hot. 
but he's also he's also had bad games. We've had you know they, their defense has not been able to stop a lot of people. And Derek Carr can move the ball. He's gonna get Waller back. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get a few weapons. So to me, this this game is this game to me is gonna be close. I, I won't tell you my pick yet. I'll let you talk. Uh, but I think the Raiders are gonna cover. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take them to cover. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, what do you think? I, I totally agree with you. I think it is going to be a close game, and it is the Darren Waller. I kind of want to take it. It is the Darren Waller factor. Now, you talk about teams that choke when they come back from the playoffs. Let's look back at Cincinnati last week, who basically rested everybody. They put everyone on the bench. Everyone watched, but against the Browns, they rested everyone. So that was a good. They needed that rest. I think that the other thing you've got to look at, Joe Burrow is just on fire lately. He's on fire. And and he they've been increasing. He can hit anyone. He can get it around to everyone. And and while I think that both of them have really good deep run defenses, I think the running games are going to be really difficult to get going. Both of them, they're going to have to pass because they've got good run defenses. So I think when it comes down to both of it, I think Darren Waller is going to be a very big factor, but it's going to be Joe Burrow factor. I do have it. You notice five and a half points. I have the Bengals winning by two points. Yeah. I have it 30 to 28. I think it's going to be possibly the most exciting game to kick it off. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be cold. The Raiders never say die. They keep going. They keep going. And and that's what you love about watching the Raiders. Uh, Carr is just, you know, when you talk about if they're going to get rid of him, there's talk of getting rid of him for Rodgers next year. I think if you look at the play of Derek Carr, you've got to be inspired by the guy who just gives everything. True, yes, but he needs to get this win. A playoff win does wonders for your um, job security. Like yeah. We saw it a couple of years with Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles was on the outs, and then all of a sudden, he just whooped Pittsburgh that game and took him almost to beating the Patriots to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? Boom, new contract right there and then. So if Derek Carr wants to solidify himself as the future Raiders quarterback, this is a must-win for him. He has to play his best football. And the thing about Derek Carr this year, and the most frustrating thing, is just the inconsistency all the time. Yes, granted, he hasn't had tons of weapons, but he hasn't also been able to put that game together where you're like, holy shit, did you see Derek Carr out there? He was just put the team on his back. He's never had that. And that's in the playoffs what you have to see. That's guy like Joe Burrow can do that. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. To me, I, I just gotta go with certain situations, I just feel like playoff times comes, it's just the best quarterbacks that win. Yeah. All the time almost. Uh there's one I I'm so wanna pick the Raiders, but I think I'm gonna go the same as you. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go with the Bengals, but I'm gonna say they're gonna win it by three, uh thirty twenty seven. Okay. I think it's yeah, I think you're right. I think this is gonna be the best game of the year. It is also, Cincinnati is trying to break the curse of Bo Jackson, yep. which is interesting. So I heard that this week, that Bo Jackson got injured against the Bengals. And they ripped his yep. hip out of its socket. Yes, never played, Never played football again. No. And the Bengals have never won a playoff game since then. Well, Bo- so it is the curse of Bo Jackson, but they should bring Bo Jackson into the, they into the stadium. He could probably still play. He's that good of an athlete. Well, I think knowing Bo Jackson, he's probably going to go for the Raiders because he used to play with them, right? Oh, he so. would definitely go for the Raiders. <laughs> so I don't think he'd really be on their side. Going to be an exciting game, 9 o'clock. Uh, you can watch it on Game Pass and also watch it at Sports Bar and Grill Old Street. Sports Bar and Grill Clapham. Uh, they will be closing around 12.30 a.m. so you can watch the end of the game. You won't be able to watch this game there, though. Uh, you will be able to watch this at home. It's going to be cold. Ryan is excited. Oh, these yeah. time, these this is the third time these guys face each other. Ten and seven, New England Patriots versus the eleven and six Buffalo Bills. It's going to be minus fourteen degrees Celsius. Ooh, Buffalo wait. favored by four points with a forty-three point over under. Uh, it's cold, and I mean we've looked at how these two teams have played before. The first game, 
Patriots choked them, and the Bills played exactly the way the Patriots wanted them to. They didn't throw the ball. They ended up throwing it in the second half, but it didn't really help. But they played the way God wanted them to play with that weather, to be perfectly honest with you. That, that, to me, that weather game is, is, yes, I think people are kind of comparing the two, saying, like, oh, this, is, this game, even though it's going to be minus 14, is similar to playing... And it is nothing. Like when you mm-hmm. saw the footage of that, it was like fifty mile an hour winds, yeah. rain, snow, sleet. It was just a nightmare. Postman, yeah, just cold and no wind. It's only gonna be like twelve mile an hour winds this game. So it's not gonna be a terrible. Um, it's not gonna be hard for Josh Allen to be able to move the ball. Couple key um, injuries: the fact that Buffalo is super healthy coming into this, probably the healthiest they've ever been. Patriots, on the other end, uh, Isaiah Wynn, um, I think, is out. Mm-hmm. He's been out. Jalen Mills, their second corner, has actually been one of their best secondary players, has COVID. He's out. for the So that's going to be a huge loss. So they're bringing up Patriots have had to call up some secondary guys, which is just going to make it. Just Josh Allen's going to have matchups all over the place. So he's mm-hmm. got to take advantage of them. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think Bill Belichick is smart enough, and he's going to try and make force them to play his game. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. Bill Belichick does that. He, the problem is what he, his old plan used to be is you take away the best player, make them use their second best player. But the Bills' second best player could be any of five guys. Yeah. So who do you stop? Because they, if they take down Dawson Knox, you move it to Manuel Sanders, him, Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley. There's just too many weapons. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, you look at Bill Belichick. He's like the Vladimir Putin of the coaching. You know, he's got his own strategy. The false flags. He did have an awesome danger zone hoodie this yeah. during his press conference this week, which I, with, with the cold weather, I found that to be a great yeah. hoodie, hoodie for him. I'm sure I bet you he's gonna he's gonna bring, he's gonna sell tons of those hoodies. Unfortunately, it's probably gonna go to Kenny Loggins. Probably it should <laughs> it should go to that danger zone. Uh, but I'm sure his kids got it for him. My whole sort of thing here is, you know, obviously you're not going to play. You've got a rookie quarterback. And rookie quarterbacks, your first playoff game, man, there's a lot of pressure on you. And we, we've seen how rookie quarterbacks do in their first playoff game, and it doesn't usually go well. So I don't I don't really like that factor for them. I think, you know, that what the Patriots are really going to focus on is what they've got is that, that double-headed running game, Harrison yeah. Stevenson. They're going to keep running, 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 running. Bills are going to have to find a way to stop them and also get their own running game going to mix it up a bit, to scare Bill Belichick. And the fact that you're able to get Singletary going – I think this is a game, though, that can get out of hand, and I think it might get out of hand. I can actually see Buffalo, once they get a bit of a lead, you got you force Mac Jones to throw, which means Mac Jones is going to make mistakes, and Buffalo is ready to pick up those interceptions. So I really like Buffalo here. I've got it 27 to 20. I think that they're going to cover this. That's the exact score I was. That's the exact same score, Ryan. He just he just whispered it, but you can say it. It's a podcast. Yeah, uh, I I agree with you. I think I think that that twenty seven twenty is good. I think yeah, Mac Jones. You have to understand what's so difficult is he's uh he's born in Florida, played football, college football in Alabama. Yeah, probably never seen weather like this. He's going into and not even going out, going into a hostile environment. Like remember, the Bills fans could only have like six thousand at yeah. the games. Then they had like two games last year. This is gonna be seventy thousand people yeah. just going absolutely. It's gonna be loud. It's gonna be dildos. So and then the thing with the Patriots that what you have to do if you're Buffalo is you gotta get up early. Mm-hmm. And I think Belichick. It's almost gonna be like a boxing match. It feels like where where Belichick's just gonna have his gloves up in the corner, just trying mm-hmm. to withstand the blows, yeah. just so he and then just slowly, methodically, sure. just do it. Because what we've seen with the Patriots is when they get down double digits or two scores and you have to put it in Mac Jones' hands, it hasn't worked out too well. And it's been a bit of a disaster. 
the Bills need to get Singletary going, but more importantly, do what they're doing with Josh Allen. Run him. Because mm-hmm. he is not someone in that weather that linebackers want to hit. No. Especially secondary. When yeah. they see him coming, being like, oh my God. It's like, big, big white man, you're going to crack your bones doing it. It's just going to be tough. So, I agree. I think Bills can beat them. I think the injuries are going to be key to the Patriots. But... I could, again, I also could see them losing. It's just one of those games. Yeah. It's the playoffs. Third time with Belichick. He is a genius. So I'm excited to see what he has. And, and I'm excited to see Sean McDermott rising up to say, no, you. this is our house. You embarrassed us in our house in that win game. Yeah. Not again. Yeah, no, I, I'm hoping to see that. It could be anyone's game. Obviously, these two split the, the series already, so we don't know what's going to happen. But... Yeah, I think both Ryan and I are pointing towards a Buffalo victory. Said in Game of Thrones, not today. Not today, but tomorrow, uh, which this game is tactically tomorrow. But tomorrow at six o'clock, it's the big game everyone's talking about. It's Philadelphia nine and eight at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thirteen and four, eight and a half point favorites for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They get a few players back. They get Leonard Fournette. They get Shaq Barrett. They get Jason Pierre-Paul, and uh, they also get another one of their secondary. Um, so not bad for, for them to get all those guys back. Everyone to me in this situation is saying, you know, obviously Philadelphia is run, 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 uh, and they're going against, but the Bucks have, have used to have one of the best run defenses and started getting better again. So I, I'm, it's a real struggle for me in this one to actually find any way for Philadelphia to win this game. It is Tom Brady. He's got a few guys back, but he's been making hay while some of the other guys he's got as well. Yeah. It's yeah, I agree with you. It's it's tough to pick J- Jalen Hurts in his first playoff game on the road against the defending champions against Tom Brady, mm-hmm. nonetheless. Um, I just it's just going to be too much, especially if Brady. If the weather's not supposed to be great there, which actually could work to Philly's advantage. Keep it close with the running game because that's pretty much. But if Tom Brady gets him up fourteen nothing, goes down, gets two yeah. touchdowns quick. I, I can't see Jalen Jalen Hurts making any sort of comeback. No, any fight in him. It's just. This this is gonna. I feel has been a nice little story. I think where they sneaked into the yeah. playoffs, but I think there's reality checks about to hit them. Um, I, I I just I can't imagine Brady losing this or or even it being within ten. I just think the the especially the Bucks with all they're hearing all the talk about that they're not the best team in the NFC yeah. anymore, and Green Bay is gonna go. And I've just not bet. I've bet against Tom Brady too many times, and not not again. Not Tom again. Brady in January is something you just don't want to bet yeah, against. So and I'm gonna go with them to win uh, 35 to 20. Ryan doesn't even look at my score, but I've got 33 to 20. You can yeah. tell we've been doing this podcast way yeah. too long when we're like a point or two points off each other. We're sinking. Like, it uh, is. It's like our menstrual yeah. cycles are <laughs> entwining. Um, you know, the interesting thing here is too is I read an interesting stat. You know, you got Jalen Rigor or Rigor for for. Uh, Philadelphia, Henry Ruggs still has more yards than him. Yeah. Um, so that's hilarious. That's it's sad and hilarious. I've got it thirty-three to twenty. Uh, again, it's going to be Tampa Bay getting a big lead, and then you're just going to see Philadelphia make mistakes. You're going to toss that ball up. Uh, you know, Hurts. He's not that tall. He's going to start throwing it over that line, and that line is going to start picking him up. Thirty-three or uh, thirty-three to twenty for me. This next game, I think, is very exciting because this is. This could be anyone's game. This is why we watch football. This is why we watch it. It's 10 and 7 uh, San Francisco 49ers of the 12 and 5 Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys won last week, but they beat a, a basically a third string Philadelphia team. They're three points favorites in this one, the 49 and a half point over under. Um, some of the players should be coming back. There's a lot of both teams getting some guys back. Uh, but you sort of have to look at this in terms of, you know, what can San Francisco do to damage 
Dallas, because they are a scary team. they got a lot of tools on there. You're not maybe scared of Jimmy Garoppolo, but Debo, the running game, and that defense, there, yeah. is, some, there is some fear there. They're the sexy pick, too, right? Yeah. Everyone's picking San Francisco, right? It just feels like they, they got that big win coming in. Jimmy G's been to a Super Bowl, so he definitely, you out of any of the quarterbacks, like he's been there before. He's mm-hmm. done this. It's tough, right? It's a real tough game. Um, I think both have really good defenses. I think one will will punish you more, which I think is San Francisco's. But Dallas's makes just makes they got Micah Parsons who can match mm-hmm. up. I think with anyone. I think with their offense, they just have too many weapons that they should be able. The fact that they're at home, that they should be able to take care of business. Um, the only thing I worry about, like I always worry about, is Mike McCarthy. Yeah. The Mike McCarthy factor has to be considered in everything. So yeah. I just think I think it's going to be a close game. I think Dak is the better quarterback between the two. And I think now with the big contract, this is why you gave him the big money. You know, he, he has won a playoff game, so he's got that off his off his back. And again, win this, they got a good chance. Um, again, they, I think they could take anyone this game. And I think they're going to win this. I think everyone's betting San Francisco. So I'm going to go with Dallas. Um, I think it's going to be close. I want to say it's going to be like a push with that score. Um, I'm going to go 34 to 30, Dallas. 34 to 30. I don't agree with you on this one. I got the 49ers to win this one. Uh, I just think the 49ers are more innovative. And and we talk about the genius that is Shanahan. And I think this is where it's going to come through. George Kittle. You know, the one place that the Dallas struggles in the, is the middle of that field. And, and I think that George Kittle is just going to go up the middle and they're going to start hitting him. I don't really think Jimmy G is that great. He's average. But what they do have is that running game. And they're going to hit running. And they've got the run-stop game, which is going to force Dallas to throw the ball. You know, they've, they've one of the best sort of run-stop units. So I think Zeke is going to struggle in this one. But I think it's going to be a close game. I've got it 26-24. to 24. San Francisco. Move on to the very late game on Sunday, Monday morning in this one. Uh, Big Ben can't believe he's in it. And other can any yeah. of the fans. Uh even Vegas is like, God damn it. Yeah. There's so much money on this game. Uh, Vegas is being gentle to them, I think. The 9-8-1 Pittsburgh Steelers visit the 12-5 Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City 13-point favorites in this one and a 46-point over-under. Um, yeah, you sort of wonder what's going to happen. The last time these guys played, it was uh, the, the Kansas City defense pretty much killed Big Ben. Uh, they destroyed him. Um, and so you also look at Najee Harris. He's, he didn't practice on Wednesday, didn't practice on Thursday. So you wonder if Najee Harris is going to be out. If he's out, what the hell does Pittsburgh have? Um, very difficult game in this one. How do you see, how do you see, is there any chance for Pittsburgh? I want to pick Pittsburgh to cover. I really do, just because of all the shit talking about that. Like everyone's like almost laughing at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I think players take that. I think guys, especially like TJ Watt, is going to make it real tough. For, for Mahomes, who also hasn't been dominating. Like, no. It's a team that literally squeaks out a win against Denver because of a defensive touchdown. Big Ben, I just feel they're going to keep it within 10. That's, okay. what I, that's what I think it's going to be. I think Kansas City is just too good of a team. I think they're getting everyone, they're getting some people back healthy. Um, but again, they still haven't been that impressive. And Pittsburgh is a good defense. And if they can, if Big Ben can muster any sort of magic, I, again, I can't believe I'm even betting. It's going to be uh, like 21 nothing within eight minutes yeah. of the game. And I'm going to regret this. Um, I don't know if I'm going to bet on this in real life. But I just think Pittsburgh just, again, yeah, right. Najee Harris is banged up. That's going to make a difference. Juju Smith-Schuster, they were hoping he was going to come back, be able to come back. I don't think to dance will. on the dance on someone's but logo. But just have another weapon. If he yeah. would play, I would give them a better chance. 
Again, DeAndre Johnson, Claypool's been, I think, one of the bigger disappointments of this year. I mm-hmm. think after last year, everyone was expecting him to really take over. And I think he's, he's got caught in the juju trap of just being child, like, not taking it as serious, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Well, you also need a ball to travel more than 10 yards to actually and, be a good wide and receiver. Mike Tomlin, as the only black coach left in the NFL, not till the is, going, Flores. is going to make his stand. Yeah, he should. And he is going to fight like hell. And I think they're going to fight for their coach. I think they're going to keep it. Okay. I'm going to say 30 to 23. Wow. Ryan's, Ryan Chiefs. has a lot of faith in that. I think with Najee Harris, I just can't see it being close. I, once Pittsburgh, once Kansas City establishes itself, it's up to Big Ben. As we saw, I'm I mean, not touching this. Game he was shoveling, like shoveling. And I mean by shoveling, like barely able to throw the ball. You just look, it's just sad, you know? And, and I, I sort of looked and go, I think I can throw farther. Um, but I, I just can't see. I see Kansas City getting up to a big lead. I've got it 35-17. Uh, Kansas City coasts until they actually have to face a real team. We then get to our final game. It's Monday night game, which means it's Tuesday morning for anyone who wants to stay up till 5 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Arizona, 11-6. They're at uh, the L.A. Rams, who are four-point favorites, 12-5 L.A. Rams. 49.5 is the over-under. The last time these two faced, Arizona won, and they were actually favored, and they beat them. Um, one big thing factor for me is going to be uh, Jordan Fuller. Uh, the Rams safety is looks like he's going to be out, which means that they're going to have to put a rookie in, uh, which is not very good. Um, when you look at this, you know, what's sort of happening here, Matt Stafford, in the past couple games, in the last four games, he's had 10 interceptions. J.J. Watt is supposed to be back in this game. So when you start looking at this, I'm going to tell you right off the get-go, I like Arizona. I got Arizona to win this one. I got Arizona to win pretty comfortably on this one. I think this is L.A. It's done. And you've even got Kelly Stafford going online telling L.A. fans not to sell your tickets because we don't want to give them all. If you're already worried the fact that you can't get enough fans in your home crowd in L.A., man. So... I'm big on the Rams in this one. Or, sorry, big on the Cardinals in this one. What do you think, Ryan? Oh, it's hard. It's a tough one. I don't... I don't what's the line again? Four? Four points. Four points. With yeah, the Rams have just been bad the, the last little while. Again, first of all, Arizona's not great either. Like, I don't really have a ton of faith no. that Kyler Murray's going to just be able to move the ball. You know, Jalen Ramsey's going to take out like Odell. Yeah. And then it's really... Uh, sorry, not Jalen. Sorry, um, Jalen Ramsey's going to take out like AJ Green or whoever yeah. their number one is. They're, they're going to what? Just Kirk and 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 more. It yeah. just feels like I just think Some the, the Rams game. to me just have better weapons, less injuries. I think Cliff Kingsbury is uh, Sean McVay's been here before. I think he's hearing the noise. I think Matt Stafford's hearing that this is like could be unfold into a disaster. So I'm going to go the I'm going to swing the opposite way. I think Cam Akers is going to play a bit now. We're going to see a bit more explosiveness out of the running back because they've had nothing from the well again. Sony Michelle's been fine, but you can't depend on him. I think Akers is going to be able to make a couple plays. I think Cooper Cup and Odell is just too many weapons. Stafford has to have a big game. They're at home. Um, I'm going to go with the, the Rams to win, but I'm just going to go by three. Um, I think they're going to win uh, 27 to 24. How about my favorite score? 27-24. Difference on two games between Wade and Ryan here. I've got the Rams to win. Or sorry, I've got the Cardinals to win in this one. Ryan's got the Rams in this one. Of course, uh, if you want to watch this game, watch it at home because we're not showing it at the sports bar. Mm-hmm. They might, we're, but it's, it's probably a lock-in we're not allowed to, to go to. Uh, just quickly, we want to sort of talk because at the start of the season, Ryan and I made our picks oh, to really? see what, who we thought was going to win. Nostradamus. Nostradamus. So, 
We talk about the AFC East. When we get into the AFC East, uh, Ryan predicted the Bills would win the division 13-4. and four. I predicted the Buffalo Bills would get a 12-5 and five record. I then predicted Miami would be second with 11-6, and six, New England at 10-7, and seven, and the Jets at 6-11. and 11. Ryan had the Buffalo Bills at 13-4, and four, Miami at 8-9, and nine, New England at 10-7, and seven, and the Jets at 5-12. and 12. Ah, so close. Very close in that one. Very so good. close. So we move into the AFC North. Uh, I had Cleveland at 12-5, and five, Pittsburgh at 10-7, and seven, Baltimore at 9-8. and eight, <laughs> Wow. And the Bengals at... You almost had the reverse. I did, almost. Uh, and I had uh, Bengals at uh, seven and or 6 and 11. Uh, Ryan had Cleveland at 11 and 6. Baltimore what at... What was I thinking? You know, you look back on it now. You're like, yeah. Baker, what was I thinking? Yeah, I know. I guess he did have that win last year in the playoffs. Yeah, and that mistake will not be made next year. I can promise you that. I'm not picking Cleveland. You had the Steelers at 8 and 9. You had the Baltimore Ravens at 10 and 7. And you had the Cincinnati Bengals at 5-12. and 12. <laughs> Hate, hate, hate. Hey, we moving on to the next one. We had our NFC South predictions. I had Tennessee at 10-7. and seven. Ryan had them at 11-6. and six. Indianapolis I had at 8-9, and nine, and so did Ryan. I had Jacksonville at 5-12. and 12. Uh, Ryan had them at 6-11. and 11. And I had Houston at 1-16. and 16. Ryan had them at 2-15. and 15. <clears throat> Difference there is we both thought that Houston would be the bottom. Turns out Jacksonville sucks it up one more year. Yeah, who would have thought the Urban Meyer situation would have happened? So, yeah. yeah all, the, all the ones that are falling apart are just these crazy storylines. So both of us had the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC West at 14-3. and three. We also thought the Chargers would finish second. <clears throat> at, I think everyone did. At 10-7. and seven. I can't imagine there's many who got this. Debate. I had Vegas at 7-10. and 10. You had them at 8-9. and nine. And I had Denver at 5-12. and 12, And you had them at 7-10. and 10. You got that yes. one right. Moving on to the NFC. Uh, I had Dallas Cowboys to win the division. You had Washington to win the division. <laughs> you know what? That was just my Fitz love. Could be. In. I can't believe that. I, I look da- back on that in shame, too. I had Dallas at 10-7. and seven. You had Dallas at 9-8. and eight. I had Washington at 9-8. and eight. You had them at 10-7. and seven. I had Philly at 8-9. and nine. You had them at 5-11. and 11. <laughs> And I had the Giants at 5-12. and 12. And you had them at 8-9. and nine. Wow. Close Joe enough. Judge, look at me, look at my judgment. Throwing the Joe Judge out on the I was, table. I was a believer in Joe Judge. Double out the bathwater. Wow. He's still got a chance. NFC North, the big one. Uh, we both had Green Bay Packers winning it. Both had, a, had them winning it at eleven and six. Uh, you had Minnesota second at eight and nine, followed by the Bears at seven and ten, and Detroit at three and fourteen. I had the Packers at eleven and six. The Bears at nine and eight. Uh, Minnesota at seven and ten. And Detroit at three and fourteen. Both ah, of us had three and fourteen. And we move on to the NFC South, where you had the uh, the Buccaneers at thirteen and four. Boom. I had Buccaneers at fourteen and three. I thought the second best team would be the Carolina Panthers at eleven and six. You did not think so. You had them at seven and ten. New Orleans, I thought, would come out at nine and eight. You had New Orleans at ten and seven. Ah, and I had Atlanta going four and thirteen. You had them at eight and nine. And our final that was a pretty good one. Final division because you picked Kansas. Uh, sorry, I picked you picked Kansas City versus the Rams. Or no, oh, wait, picked, wait, we haven't done the. Well, I'm doing the final one because I'm just going through. Yeah. But the final one we had the LA Rams. Uh, I had them at 11 and six. You had them at 11 and six. Second in the division, I had the 49ers at 10 and seven. You had the 49ers at nine and eight. You had the second place team being the Seattle Seahawks at 10 and seven. <clears throat> I had Seattle going eight and nine. I love Russ. And I had Arizona going nine and eight, and you had Arizona going six and eleven. 
Ryan had picked his final for the Super Bowl, Buffalo versus the Rams. And I had Kansas City versus the Rams. There we go. Still, Still chance it. for both of those, but not very likely. Still in it, baby. Well, that's it for our Wild Card Weekend Preview Podcast, everyone. Hope you listen to it. Enjoy. Uh, watch the games and uh, stay safe. We'll be back next week when we review all of the games. And hopefully Ryan uh, will be in a happy mood for his Bills winning. Rats. Enjoy the Wild Card, everyone. Thanks for listening.